He stuck a leg out the side of the duvet. The room was cold, or he was. These days he could quite easily catch a chill in Mediterranean heat. He coughed and whacked a clenched fist against his chest, trying to dislodge whatever had collected there overnight. The decades of fags and pints always affected him in the morning, when his ill health was felt most keenly. Jerry Cadogan hadn't woken up feeling comfortable in well over 15 years. Tina would be coming soon. She'd let herself in and start busybodying around the kitchen, making tea and refusing to put any sugar in it. Jerry couldn't understand this. At his age, cutting back would hardly make a difference to his long-term health prospects. But that was an argument he couldn't be bothered to have. A hill not worth dying on. Jerry had to get it all done before she arrived. No doubt she would insist on his resting, which equated to sitting in front of the television for hour after hour, watching dull presenters force celebrities into flogging antiques or some such. Occasionally, he would ask to go for a walk, just down to the seafront, where he could listen to the sounds of the gulls as they soared over the beach, or hovered in the breeze over the coastal path, waiting for a dropped chip to dive for. He missed Sandra. She was brash, but she was always up for bending the rules. Jerry felt like more than just a cancer patient when she was around, although, given that he'd not heard from her since she took a new job a couple of months ago, just a cancer patient was certainly how she saw him. Right then, he said, climbing out of his bed and finding his slippers. They felt loose, as most of his clothing did now. The weight he'd lost since his health had gone south had made him almost half the man he was, literally. He joked that liver cancer was a better way to lose weight than long walks and less beer. Very few people seemed to find that funny. Jerry opened the pill case on his bedside table, where it sat beside a copy of Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy, and tipped that day's chemicals down his throat, chasing them with a mouthful of water. He stood up, pulled on the Watford FC hoodie Patrick had bought him for his last birthday and gingerly stepped down the stairs. Time was he would talk as he went about the house, making his morning tea and toast, mostly to Sue, of course, with benign little bits of narration like I'll pop the kettle on then, or Marmalade this morning, I think, love, just as he would have when she was around. It was maybe six months ago that he'd stopped involving his wife in his day-to-day -day conversations, deciding that he sounded ridiculous, or like a golf commentator who'd lost his mind. People always said that they spoke to passed-on partners, but really, how many of them actually did? With his tea made, Jerry shuffled into his old office to set about his task for the morning. Around him, the walls were full of reminders of better times, a highlight reel of his life. In the centre of the room stood an old desk, topped with piles of unopened post and a lamp. There was also a laptop he barely knew how to use, hidden beneath a pad of paper, and a Parker pen that he did. Above the desk chair was a photo of his family. All six of them, standing in front of the house he now lived in. It was taken on the day they got the keys, with him and Sue holding up a sign reading, Cadogan Family Builders, the most trusted name in Hove.